0: All right, it's time for another episode of Believe Me, which of course is brought to you by our sponsors over at BetOnline. Head on over to BetOnline.ag for the latest lines, odds, news, and developments and use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V for your one-time, first-time, 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline will match any deposit between $50 and $1,000 up to 50% with the promo code BELIEVE. So head on over to BetOnline and let the games begin. All right, it's time for another episode of Believe Me Week 17 NFL Edition. That's the former Pro Bowler Cordell Stewart. That's the career handicapper, Brandon Lang. I'm your host, Joe Sorallo. Gentlemen, we had a damn good Christmas weekend. Let's take a look at the final numbers. We had a push. We had Dallas minus six when we did the show, so we'll throw that one out the window. Cordell, you went three and two, but Brandon, the big winner, four and one on Christmas
1: weekend. B. Lang, how you feeling? Santa Link. Santa Link, Santa Lang. And then we topped off Christmas with a money line play on Pittsburgh for a significant amount of stripper money. So it's. Oh my uh, goodness, this freaking it, guy. Uh, was, we're, was, we're 40
0: uh, seconds into the show. We've already gone there with Brandon. This week, oh, so.
1: yeah, he can't help himself.
0: And, 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 and how about Brandon? How about your story? Because on the show, you gave out the Raiders. And then Sunday night, you had a little Christmas miracle. It'll change your heart.
1: Well, remember, we taped the show. And then after the show, I think it dropped that Franco Harris had passed away. Yep. And. Ah. Cordell will tell you and it's great to have a former NFL player on here because he can jump onto something that it's emotional with these players sometimes. It, it when you when you get on the field and you have an, an emotional edge that sometimes can help get you over the top. Then you factor in the crowd with an emotional edge and and you throw all that into the the pot. That can make or break a game. And I just said, basically, there's no way in the history of the the Steelers and how they run their organization correctly. Three coaches in, in 179 years, and, and they just do everything correctly. There was no way they were going to lose that game with Franco Harris passing away and honoring him and his jersey and and, and all and everything going on. And, it, and granted, as Cordell said, he turned the game off as bad as it looked, they still figured out a way to do what the Pittsburgh Steelers do. And that's win at home in December. Cordell, your thoughts? Yeah,
2: I mean, it, it was, you know, it was one of those games that I think will forever be remembered, right? Because how fitting is it? <clears throat> the Immaculate Reception by Franco Harris, his jersey's getting ready to get retired. It's the game that he actually caught the Immaculate Reception in, but then he passes away. Yeah, crazy. And, you know, it's crazy, right, to see a game have the Evelyn flows to cause you to be like, I can't stand looking at this anymore. I just don't feel like watching it. And, it. and and you remove yourself from what took place with Franco, but at the same time, you know, you end up seeing it end in the fashion in which it did. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You know, come on. Dude. Like some stuff is just fate, right? And to see this team doing what we've seen them do in the month of December over the years, and it just so happened to be this game. The magnitude, the meaning, I think it, it 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 elevates their mindset to understand what's important, number one, what's important, right? We lost a great friend, we have to play for him. So now you're playing for something that each individual, let's say, is trying to deal with it, right? And so when having that, hey man. Here we go. Phenomenal win.
0: Great, job. Great win for the Steelers. We're going to get back to them in a little bit, but let's get into game number one. Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Bucks hosting Carolina, Sam Darnold, and the Panthers. Carolina needs this game to stay alive in the NFC South race. Brandon, starting with you, Tampa's a three-point favorite. Who do you got?
1: When you run for 320 yards on the Detroit Lions, they got flat-out disrespected the week before at home by Pittsburgh. And they came out, and they were pissed, and they said, see it. They look like a playoff team. Tampa Bay goes down to Arizona and they struggle. And so you got a Panther team nine and one against the number in games when coming up a straight up underdog win. Remember they're catching three at home to the line. So I just don't trust Tampa Bay here. I'm going to take the three by the half point. Make sure I get three and a half with the road dog Panthers. Don't be surprised. See, this is field goal game. Let's take Panthers plus three and a half.
0: Cordell. We know you love Tom Brady. We know you were a quarterback. You love him. You respect his greatness. But Tampa Bay has not yet covered a game at home all season. Which side are you on, Cordell? Does Tampa win this one by four or more? Or does Carolina go in there, keep it close, maybe even win outright?
2: Hey, man, I tell you what, this Buccaneers team, wherever they've played, it hasn't been good until the last moments of the game, if it were close. This Panthers team is really, really hot. Let's just be transparent. We've seen how they played over the past few weeks, offensively, defensively. They're finding ways to get it done. And I just think the way the Bucs play, there's going to be a game that's going to catch it, right? To where you have a team that's playing solid enough to just shut you completely out. I don't think it's going to happen. But three points, when it comes to how the Panthers have been playing, to me, it's not enough for me to go actually with the Bucs. So I'm going, with the, I'm going with the road team. Right here. I'm going with the Panthers and saying that they actually win by three and a half (laughs) more points to actually get this thing done. I'm going with the Panthers.
0: Look at this. The two experts agreeing out of the gate. And I couldn't agree more, guys. Carolina is one of the hottest teams in football against the number seven out of their last nine, eight and three this year against the spread as underdogs. I'm with both of you. I'm with Sam Darnold. And the Panthers. Let's dive in to an AFC East divisional matchup: an eight and seven team, a seven and eight team. The New England Patriots, two and a half point favorites against not Tua Tagovailoa, but Teddy Bridgewater and the Miami Dolphins. Cordell, we're going to start with you on this one. Can the Dolphins go into Foxborough and win? They've had a lot of success recently against the Patriots. Or do Billichick and company write the ship? Does New England win this one by
1: three or more? I tell you what. Well, he figures that out. I'll jump in. So listen, I love Teddy Bridgewater. I know Tua wanted to play. But the significance of knowing he wasn't right and kept trying to play, in my opinion, was a very selfish act by a very selfish player. And that could end up costing them big time. Don't agree with him in the, in the interceptions in the second half. You knew there was something not right about him. Those were killer. He, he made a decision that inevitably may cost this team a playoff spot. And sometimes you got to be selfless and sometimes you got to realize I'm just going to hurt my team. That was their game to win, not their game to lose. If he'd have just taken himself out of the game, they don't lose that game. But let's get past that. I like Teddy Bridgewater here. I think Miami's a better team. I really do. And I'm going to take Miami. I'm going to buy the half point, get them up to plus three. And I feel comfortable going to war with the Dolphins and their defense, with their weapons on offense, that Bridgewater and the Dolphins will find a way.
0: Cordell, how about you? Does New England win this one at home by three or more? Does Miami with Teddy Bridgewater at QB win this game?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, guys. I got to be honest with you this Dolphins team has truly been struggling. Okay. And this Patriots team, they, they kind of put themselves in position to have a chance to win, but I'm still going to ride with the Dolphins, even though Bridgewater's actually getting the opportunity to start and play. uh, I'm sticking with that team. I I think they're going to find ways to get this team to actually do what we've seen them do in the past, even though two is not in, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I think they go on the road and get a healthy win. I think that catapulted them into actually getting into the postseason the right way and play the way they know how to play. Smart man. Baby. I, I want to say Patriots, but I'm going with the Dolphins.
1: Smart man, baby. Smart wow.
0: Man. I'm actually shocked on this one. Look, I know Miami's been the hot team in this series, that they've taken care of the Pets, I believe, what, four out of the last five. And I can't believe you guys are in agreement here going against the home team. New England at home, 5-1-1 one, and one against the number this year. They've had two really close calls in a row, back-to-back weeks. I can't see after the way that they stormed back against Cincinnati. I can't see Bill Belichick letting another one get away. I actually have to disagree with you guys. I just think right now the argument is all for New England being the hot team and Miami being ice cold. And like Brandon always says, winners go with streaks, losers go against them. So I'm going to be a winner and go against both of you.
1: Okay, let me just make one. They didn't storm back against Cincinnati. Cincinnati stopped playing. They just said we got the game when we stopped playing. Okay. Uh And they figured out a way to botch up the goal line to lose the game just the way they figured out a way to botch up losing the Raider game yeah Belichick has lost this team they're not winning they're losing they're not doing their job the Belichick way has now become no way Cordell we're gonna get ourselves a winner baby all right we'll see
0: we'll see next game you mentioned the Raiders and that debacle that fiasco with New England well they're hosting San Francisco This line has moved majorly, gentlemen. It was San Francisco minus six when we prepared for the show. It is now San Francisco minus 10 because Derek Carr is benched for the rest of the year. Not because of his performance, but because if he gets injured these last two games, Vegas owes him 33 mil next year, guaranteed. So Carr is benched. Jarrett Stidham, the former Patriot, is in. Brandon, starting with you, do the Niners go on the road and win this one by double
1: digits? Oh, how soon we forget. How the Niners rolled into Seattle on a Thursday night, and our boy Brock Purdy struggled a little bit offensively, and they got themselves a 21-13 win. But it was a little sweat job there. They didn't look good offensively on the road in that environment. And so now you're thinking Jared Stidham. Let me explain something to you. You may think I might have hit the the, the 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 crack pipe or the bong or something, or had some edibles, which I don't do drugs, mind you. But I think Stidham is an upgrade from Carr. I really do, and I love the Raiders here plus the 10. Their defense is going to show up. Stidham's going to run this offense, and Purdy on the road, I wouldn't trust him laying double digits on the road against anybody, period. Everybody's going to be on the Niners here. B. Lang, 30 years in the business, says watch the Raiders with Stidham have a chance to win this game. There you go. Wow.
0: Wow, oh. be laying on the Raiders. Cordell, what do you think? I mean, you've been a home dog in your life before. Ten points, that's disrespectful. Does Vegas keep this one close?
2: Well, I, I tell you what, you know, because of what B. Lang is mentioning, he the, the 49ers know what's going to be said. You know, they get <clears throat> what's about to go down in the sense of they think because they're the number one defense, they're going to come on in my house and going to come in and beat us in all this grace. They, they know what's going to be said. And also the Raiders. The question is, who has the better players? Who has the better athletes? Who knows with more wins, they can actually get at the top of the NFC potentially and be the team that can have home field advantage if they continue to play outright. This Raiders team is nowhere near as good as them. Now, I know we're not talking about just outright winning the game. We're talking about how many points. So they said we moved it up to minus 10. OK, when it comes down to the 49ers, correct me if I'm wrong. Did I say that correctly? Yep. Nine is 10. I live up to that. I say they do it. This is this is not about Purdy. This is about the defense and what they're going to allow this Raiders offense to do, knowing that Derek Carr will not be playing in this game. I'm sticking with the Raiders. I like what Shanahan is doing with his offense, too, as well with Purdy. Trust me, it's not like they're playing off-the-chart type of football. They're mm-hmm. really playing conservative football, to be honest with you, to put mm-hmm. them in position. The defensive score, the special teams is really good, and the offense is solid. All right? They're solid. I mean, they're actually good, but I'm going to say solid.
1: I'm sticking D- with the 49ers being able to win by 10 or more. HD. D D H D hits at 87% in the NFL. Remember this for the rest of your life. And I'm not talking about the Crazy Horse Three or Spirit Rhino. DDHD, <laughs> double digit home dog in the NFL is a 87% winner, my brother from another mother. Joe, go ahead, baby.
0: Brandon, that's the number right there, man. That's all I needed. I I, I needed, you guys gave me three minutes. I needed 10 seconds for Brandon to give me that number, 87%. Mm -hmm. I'm with B-Lang and the Raiders plus the 10. But guys, I'll throw in a little bonus here. If you like any teasers this week, I think this is the perfect spot to tease San Fran down to a minus three number. Because unlike Brandon, I don't think there's a shot the Raiders win. I just think 10 points when you're a double digit home dog leaves a lot of backdoor wiggle room to cover with. Game four. We finally got our first disagreement. I have a feeling we're going to get another. Minnesota headed to Lambeau Field. They crushed the Packers week one in Minneapolis. Now they're on the road, and they are three-point underdogs to Green Bay. Cordell, starting with you, who do you like in this one?
2: Man, this is this is one of those matchups at this part of the season where we see the Packers are really fighting and clawing to get themselves in a comfortable place to play for something. Because when talking about them earlier the year, I was killing Aaron Rodgers. Right now, I'm kind of, you know, laying back a little bit because you're (laughs) actually seeing it unfold. I'm going to have to ride with the guy. I mean, I think they actually get it done. They're playing high. They're actually feeling good. The love affair between the head coach and the quarterback is really good. You see smiles from Aaron Rodgers. He's comfortable. You get that guy comfortable. That's trouble in the city, okay? I'm riding with the Packers. I don't think they get it done good enough, the Vikings. I think they kind of run out of gas a little bit, and the Packers actually pile on to what they've been doing lately, which is playing really, really, really good football. So I'm riding right with the cheeseheads. I'm,
0: I'm shocked. I'm shocked, Cordell. You've been crushing Aaron Rodgers all year. You've been loving the yeah. Vikings. I thought you were going to be yeah. on him as dogs. Brandon, which side are you on here? Yep.
1: Take a deep breath. No team has ever won an NFL playoff game that owned the worst defense in the NFL. And right now, the worst defense in the NFL, total defense, overall defense, is the Minnesota Vikings also the Minnesota Vikings are one in fifteen against the spread. Their last sixteen conference losses. And last but not least, Aaron Rodgers in game thirteen and out in the regular season is fifteen and one straight up at Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers by the half point lay two and a half and unload christmas and new year's money on the packers because they are not losing to this team
0: discount double check i think it's the lock of the week we're all in agreement aaron Rodgers and the packers baby hey let's get to uh, a game that cordell really cares about sunday night football the steelers the ravens cordell we'll start with you again on this one because it's your squad the ravens are three point favorites in this one, the last five games in this series, Pittsburgh has won four out of five outright. They have covered three out of five. Cordell, will your team do it again as three-point underdogs?
2: Who do I look like doing this? I don't know, coach. but you look
0: scary, man. There's children watching. Bill cower,
2: man. Trust me, it's the scowl, baby. It's the chin. Look, and I know it's Mike Tomlin's team, but this team is playing really good football. This team grew up in the last game that they had the opportunity to play in came down to closing moments of the game where this young kid and Kenny Pickett actually stepped up and made a great throwing in. Game was hard to watch. I got to be honest with you. I actually shut the television off because I didn't care to watch the last quarter because of how bad it was. But that's why the game is played for 60 minutes. And to see this young kid throw a nice, beautiful pass down the middle of the football field, probably one of the most beautiful passes he's thrown all year. Trust me. And to see this matchup, go what? winning the last four out of the last five and covered three of the last five and winning games, what, one, two, three, four, and five points? Yeah. They're playing for something. They're playing really good football in the month of December, which they've all done under, under Coach Mike Tomlin, uh, the Steelers team. I'm going with the Steelers. What did you think I was going to say, huh? Forget about it. Let's go. Here
0: I we see, go. I didn't think the Ravens would be coming out of your mouth. Brandon, what about you? Baltimore <laughs> at
1: home, minus three. I'll be short and sweet here. The best thing to happen to the, the Pittsburgh Steelers in this game is that the Ravens clinched the playoff spot last week. So when you're forced to dig down deep, the Ravens don't need to. Pittsburgh's playing for pride. They're playing for a playoff spot outside chance. And more importantly, Tomlin's never had a losing record. I'll buy the half point. I'll take the Steelers up to three and a half, because as Cordell can attest to, it seems like every single game between these two knuckleheads is a field goal game. Take Pittsburgh up plus three and a half.
2: Wow.
0: Boom. Five games so far, four agreements. I don't like this. I don't know if you guys are in a good mood because of the holidays or whatever, but way too much hand-holding and getting along here on this show. I'm with you guys. (laughs) I I mean, it's the Steelers, this rivalry, this matchup. They're always close games, especially the last three years. And I just think that this is going to be more of the same here. I do disagree with you on one point though, Brandon. Baltimore has an outside shot at winning the division. So I don't think clinching a playoff spot matters all that much because they win this game. Cincinnati loses- to buffalo monday night the game of the week which we're about to dive into then they play each other week 18 i think baltimore really wants to clinch that division so i think they'll be playing for something but i think pittsburgh you know at the very least by that half point like you say three and a half i think is the play here i mentioned the game of the week let's get to it monday night football finally a good monday night football game it's the bills it's the bengals in the jungle in cincinnati brandon which side are you on it's practically a pick them buffalo minus one and a half
1: this is a gift this is an absolute gift joe burrow 13 and one against the spread in his nfl career against teams coming up a straight up and against the spread cover bill's at chicago last week now they're rolling into cincinnati i'll go one step further he's also 12 and 6 straight up and 14 3 and 1 against the spread versus winning opponents including 11 1 straight up and 12 and 0 last 12 Keep doubt in this Cincinnati Bengals team. The Buffalo Bills are the most overrated piece of garbage in the NFL, period. <clears throat> they are. I'll go on record and say that. They play to the level of their competition. When they're forced to step up, they seem to struggle. Look at the Miami game where Miami is playing the third straight road game. They go in there and they just kind of go through the motions. I've said it before, Laurel and Hardy, McDermott and Leslie Frazier, those two are never going to win anything. Cincinnati is going to dominate this team on Monday night. I say dominate, and they will hammer the Bills. And Joe Burrow is the guy everybody needs to talk about, and not Josh. I'm going to throw another stupid interception, Allen. Wow. Next. Wow.
0: This game practically a pick Potential for both teams to get the one seed in the AFC, and Brandon is not convinced with Buffalo Cordell. Which side are you on?
2: i tell you what, with that monologue we just got from Beloved um, when it comes to the Bills, heck, they might as well just leave their cars parked out front and don't have the fans come help dig them out because it looks like they don't need to show up. i tell you what, the Bengals, and you're not wrong at all, the Bengals have played some of the best football of all teams in the National Football League, and they steadily are trending upward when it comes to offense. Right? Would you
1: agree that they play up to their level of competition?
2: All the time. Every single time they play, they play up to it and even better sometimes. You know, And and, and it, sometimes you hear this notion that you play up to the talent that's a, and that's an average football team. No, this team is really, really, really a good, good football team. They just came back from playing one of the bigger games in, in the National Football League, and they have a chance to see the light at the end of the tunnel for playing for something. This is a team that they have to play against to feel good about themselves because they know what they've been doing over the the past the season, which they're running out of gas, the Bills, that is. Joe Burrow and company at home, knowing that they're the underdog at home, Bills slaughter. They beat them by at least a touchdown or more. Wow. Wow,
0: both experts on the Bengals. Monday Night Football, both of them on the Bengals. Hey, Cincinnati wins this one. They have a shot at the one seed. They would have the tiebreaker over Buffalo and Kansas City. Both of these teams already beat the Chiefs this year. It's going to be a great game. By far the best Monday night game of the year, but we're not done yet. Gentlemen, before we wrap it up, let's move from Believe Me to Surprise Me. Brandon, starting with you, it's your surprise play of the week.
1: You know, I was going to go to a game we talked about, but there's another game that I just can't get away from. The hottest team in the NFL going into last week was the Detroit Lions, and they went on the road as a road favorite against Carolina, and they got it handed to them. And of course, their head coach, Dan Campbell, it's on me, to the the standard, I didn't have my team ready to play, blah, 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 blah. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to go into Houston. They are going to lose the game outright. The Texans are going to shock the world and they are going to beat this team outright. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. You heard it here first.
0: I mean, I know Texans fans are hoping that doesn't happen. They've owned Jacksonville lately, but they might just play themselves out of that first pick in the draft. If they get hot at the wrong time here, Cordell, what about you? What's your surprise play of the week?
2: Well, I mean, let me add on to this. I thought Jacksonville was playing for having a chance to win that division. When you think about it, I, I don't, are. I don't see that. Man. I mean, they have a chance. I don't see the text. okay. Look what, go Houston,
1: look what Houston's done the last three weeks. Played Dallas tight. Played it. the chiefs tight. Great. They played the, title, but they, they win the it. game. It's
2: not going to happen.
1: And no. they played, and they played Philadelphia competitive at home, yeah. but you go ahead. And you're going to text me. And they lost. 4.30 they lost. in the afternoon and go, B-Lang, you the man. Oh my and God. I know. <laughs> Dude, that's not a surprise
2: game, but I am surprised that he said that. Considering what Jacksonville are playing, good for. What about the Saints Eagles? What's that spread right there? That's what Eagles by six and a half. I think it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean by six. I think it is. I think it's going to be a little bit more than that. Uh, I'm shocked. I know Minshew. You know, he's he's kind of looked a little rough on the edges when playing against the Cowboys. I think it's going to be a little bit more when playing against the Saints. The Saints are not going to be able to go on the road and play in inclement weather. We know what they did in this past weekend, I think, against the Cleveland Browns. I think they're actually going to be by a little bit more. We don't know for sure if we're going to have Jalen Hurts back or not. I mean, we know we don't want him to rest because they are bigger fry of fish. But I think it's going to be much more uh, than minus six against the Saints team. I think it's going to be probably about two touchdowns or more.
0: I love it. I love it. I'll keep it short and sweet to wrap it up. Seahawks, they're plus one and a half, take a money line against the jets. I think Robert still has lost his locker room this season. At least the jets are trending downwards going to go with Seattle at home. And for the pro bowler, Cordell Stewart, for Brandon Lang, I'm Joe Serrallo. We'll see you next week on believe me
2: for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts.